Hello, this is Caroline, and you're listening to Get a Clue Stories of Business, my podcast on all things change management. This is, in fact, my second podcast, so I'm really new to this, and I'm trying my best to make this work and make it interesting and enticing for you. Courtesy of my French mother, I am quite familiar with Jeanne d'Arc. In English, she's known as Joan of Arc, and she helped the French king Charles VII during the War of 100 Years to motivate the troops to win a couple of battles, and ultimately, in 1431, she was executed. She was actually burned to death. It's very tragic. When Jeanne was born in 1412 in Domremy in the Vosges region of France, I don't think that she had any idea or let's say any clue about her fate. Back in the days, women, especially those born in the countryside, were supposed to work the fields and have kids and take care of their family. But that was not Jeanne's fate. She started having visions. She saw the Archangel Michael different other saints, and everybody told her that her destiny was to help the French king, Charles VII, motivate the troops and help in the battle of 100 years against the English. Jeanne arrived at the French court when she was only 17 years old. The story is, or word has it, that Charles VII wasn't very convinced in the beginning, but he needed that one person that was going to go to battle for him and that was also going to motivate the troops. When I wrote my change management book two months ago, so in November of 2023, I dedicated a section of my book to Jeanne. And as much as I admire Jeanne, who, by the way, is one of the symbols of France and also one of the nine patron saints of France, I wouldn't want to repeat her destiny. Why is that so? Jeanne got a lot of things right. She determined her own purpose. She rallied the troops. So she made use of her skill set in terms of motivating, encouraging the masses, I guess. In modern days, or nowadays, you would say she was able to encourage the employees of an organization to adhere to her vision and to co-create certain initiatives with her. But I believe that Jeanne burnt herself out. There's no pun intended when I talk about Jeanne this way. I do have a lot of respect for what she achieved and for her fate. But you don't want to be the Jeanne d'Arc of change management. What I see happening a lot in change management projects, doesn't matter whether it's the implementation of an IT tool or a full-on transformation or you know patching it all together during a messy post-merger integration phase, is that change managers burn out. That is indeed an issue because you want to be in it for the long haul. If at the very beginning of the project, the vision isn't clear, or let's say 
the members of the board, you know, don't see eye to eye, which quite honestly happens a lot. You as a change manager or as the newly minted head of transformation or restructuring or whatever your title is, you have an issue. You need to make sure that you ring fence your activities so that you don't add to the workload, meaning you have to do a lot of stakeholder management. You also need to make sure that you maintain your energy level. A while back, I got an executive master's degree in change management and coaching. And honestly, it was much more about, you know, reflection, understanding myself, understanding family dynamics, understanding the emotional uh, role and dynamics of change for managers and employees alike. And we learned this one key notion or key concept of being able to step on the balcony. Honestly, when I think about this, I often, you know, see old Rome in front of me, being in the arena, watching the gladiators fight. So you want to step on the balcony. You don't want to be in the middle of the of the battle. You don't. You need to be the 2.0 version of Jeanne d'Arc, so to speak, right? Because you don't want to go into battle all the time. You want to rally the troops. You want to make sure that everybody stands behind the vision, that there's employee buy-in, that middle management believes in it, that senior stakeholders fulfill their usual roles of being the executive champion, etc. But you want to be the 2.0 version of Jeanne d'Arc, meaning you want to keep calm, quiet, centered, you want to be balanced, you want to always maintain that role of mastermind of the transformation. Ultimately, what happened to Jeanne d'Arc, and this is very tragic, is that the Bur Burgundians, I hope I pronounced this correctly, so the French, but that part or that fraction of the French population that was actually that were actually the allies of the Brits or the English back in the day, they captured her and she was tried. And then ultimately she was executed in 1431. If you apply that to modern days, that's the equivalent of a transformation manager who is not able to stay until the very end of the project and to successfully implement it because he or she got burned out. What can you do instead? Well, I refer to Jeanne d'Arc 2.0 all the time. That's the coaching concept, right? You imagine your future self and what you would do. Some of the things that help me is to always, always reverse engineer transformation. The moment I start working on a transformation project, I envisage the end goal. And then I reverse engineer everything. I think about, okay, if in six months time, we want to achieve this project, then we need to take into consideration A, B, C, D, E, F, G elements or pillars or categories. So you want to think the project from its completion date and think it backwards and map it all out. That would be being the Jeanne d'Arc 2.0 version. Something else is to factor in enough time for project delays. It happens all the time. And we know that in change management, you're dependent on so many different stakeholders, HR, senior management, employees, shareholders, if it's a publicly listed company. So there's then 
an array or even arena of so many different stakeholders that you need to manage and that will cause you trouble, doesn't matter how well prepared you are, that you need to maintain an aura of, you know, being calm and centered. So as a change manager, it is crucial that you take care of your health. I know it sounds so basic, but it's very important. And that you take care of your mental health because you need to be a pillar. I know it's such a cliche word, but you need to be a pillar of steady steadfastness and calm when everybody around is, you know, impacted by emotions, worries, isn't sure where the ship is headed, etc. You need to navigate the ship, you need to steer the ship. So as much as I admire Jeanne d'Arc, I highly recommend that you consider which version of Jeanne you'd like to be as a transformation manager. And I suggest it's the 2.0 version of Jeanne. So if Jeanne were ahead of transformation right now, or she'd be working for a consulting firm and be, you know, the partner responsible for all people issues and post post merger integration issues, she would have to be the 2.0 version of herself. I know it's a bit unusual that I refer to, you know, one of the French icons as an example of what a transformation manager can and cannot do or should or should not do, but I hope that this helps. Personally, I love storytelling. And as a kid, I grew up with stories of Jeanne d'Arc. At least I was always quite familiar with her and I admired her for so many different things that she achieved. But I do caution against certain maybe strategic mistakes she made i don't know i mean it's hard to tell it's it all happened so long ago and i encourage you to rethink jean d'arc and what it would be and what it would take to be a very effective and healthy and stable jean d'arc 2.0 of change that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I'm very grateful for any comments and feedback you have. And until further ado, until the next time. Bye bye.